0: Friday Night Smackdown Podcast from the Shadows Split Doing the damn thing WWE Tulsa What a city You know In that part of the country I realized Whenever Mr. McMahon is on television Like maybe the last time I We've heard him on microphone He called it Hillbilly Land (laughs) That's Mr. McMahon's words Not mine But um yeah we uh, can see we had a had a uh, I'm, I don't care if you don't like it, but we had a good show. you know all of the superstars progressed the storylines the way they needed to and you know booking was the, the same thing. you know uh, it was okay. We opened up with the six man. I mean, let's recognize that Mr. McMahon is trolling the crowd. No, we've talked about this almost at nauseam for a couple of weeks i don't really want to talk about it too too much because at the end of the day it takes away from the comedy element or the comical element so with that uh you know we promoted the six-man tag last week had a six-man tag last week bloodline one this week same thing huh. second week in a row six-man tag now some critics in the community that are just not they just don't enjoy the six-man tag format whatever i'm neither here nor there on it they have it you know they went through it it was cool but this week they did have it a little different they you know it's not like they're just throwing them at you like okay now eat the six-man tag now eat another one no they're making it interesting it's not like what do you want a five and a half man tag match like come on either way uh Uh, I checked Bleacher Report, this is where I'm getting my results from today, so shouts to them, they gave this segment a D, like, really, this is how we, uh, this is how we're viewing the product, man, like, harsh grade, uh, for something where they were able to easily segue into another match, and it be the main event, now maybe I'm just being too easy of a grader, right, but at the same time, we are advocating, so, it's really not that crazy, like, how can we get these superstars on tv what would you like to see them do they even you know they've been talking about this whole you know lose each dog food thing you know you hear it on the dirt sheets you hear it all around on some of the different you know platforms and it's like okay well i guess they're not doing that because it was supposed to be done at the rumble but my opinion on it was they don't really want to do that at just any arena you know just 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 the mess that goes into all of that whatever we get that and is gonna be in the main event. All right, they're gonna do this losing eats dog food thing. I really wasn't huge on the dog food angle to begin with. I would give him a B, just with the whole thing in general. Like, he's the big dog, so he's eating dog food. Oh, it's his yard, so he's acting like a dog. Like, like I get it, you know, it's, it's funny. You know, like, whatever, it, it, in its own way. If you're trying to use your sense of humor, it's like, oh, I see what they're doing. Okay, whatever. Uh, Roman went through all of that. Oh, it was humiliation. I'm going to say it now if I ain't say it before. I figured I thought I did. But if not, I don't think Roman needed to be humiliated at all. I don't think uh, Roman should have felt humiliated when it came to that. Because at the end of the day, uh, you know, this isn't like he's not booking the product. And... He's still that guy. He's still the guy, in my opinion. You know, so with a situation like that, he's helping get, you know, Corbin over. But I'm speaking outside of storyline. Inside of storyline, it's like, oh, okay, Roman shouldn't be humiliated. If anything, he should be pissed off and ready to kick some motherfucking ass. Part of my PG, but we've seen exactly what happened at Astro Stadium at the Royal Rumble. And some of those shots that we got with that, just the just the photos, they were really really nice. Like it, it d- during the live event, it looked like ah, uh, all right, cool. He got a shot in the crowd, but then when you actually see like the end results of it all with certain changes on the angles, it's like oh, nah, He was really like a part of the crowd. Like that was like it looked like he was just in the mass of a sea of people, and it's like that's that that looked cool. You know, it made Roman look awesome, and I mean Corbin doesn't look bad at all in defeat. He's a heel. You hear the reaction that he's getting from the crowd each and every time his music hits. You know, like, good stuff. He didn't come out with the caravan this week, but whatever. Who cares? Like, or the sedan, or however it's called. But either way, I thought that it was still, uh, you know, good stuff from, uh, you know, a good way to segue into the, you know, main event eventually. Uh, Next up, I believe we had that Fatal 4-Way tag match between Heavy Machinery uh, Miz and Morrison, The Revival, and The Lucha House Party. It was an elimination format. Maybe just the way I came up playing games and such like that. Like, there was always, like, the elimination thing. But that doesn't need to necessarily be a thing. And then it is a little more time-consuming when it comes to certain matches in a two-hour show. So, whatever. We got that. I understand. It's fine. Um, this was one of those matches where everybody got their moments in. I think Otis got, like, the uh, he got a double caterpillar in. Before that, him and his little segment with Mandy, you know, they're progressing the story. Now, there's going to be a date happening. No, no, not next week, but next the well, week after next, which is falling on Valentine's Day. It's a perfect, like, it's, it's great. You know, like, they're cooking it just well, and I'm... I, i'm 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 i don't want to say oh i'm on board for this storyline you know because whether i was or i wasn't you know it'd be taking place but the wwe universe has definitely taken to this storyline it's aspects of the wwe universe maybe some with like like the pot bell, you know the pot belly culture or whatever you know it's like the seeming impossible you know a god You know, trying to bat way out of his league. And he's actually getting a potential shot, seemingly. I'm not sold on Mandy being into Otis from a storyline standpoint. I'm not sold on it. We're going to see where this goes. It is a real comical element to it. And we're just going to see how it continues to develop. It's something for every superstar, you know, to do. You know, Tucky is playing his role much better now in my opinion i think like just this second we like you know he's being a wingman as opposed to a blocker and that there you go uh sonia playing the role she's playing she let's go ahead and make it a double date Why not? No, she's gay. You can't do that. See it. If my man the Dark Knight over on Rogue throwing it at anything he wanna throw it at, then why wouldn't Tucky shoot his shot and miss? Just for the comical elements. Look, we try to look forward. I told y'all we would eventually try to start booking the... Well, just maybe not predicting, but, you know, throwing in some ideas of what could happen. I'm not saying it would happen at all. You know, Sasha would have to hobble herself all the way back to Stanford and let Vince know, but... I mean It's all good Um So Heavy Machinery Had a good showing The Revival and Lucha House Party Had a good showing Miz and Morrison You know Both of them had a good shot Good spots Morrison looked awesome With his little 360 Little spin turn That was pretty cool You know He's getting like A moment each time He goes out there To do some like Really Really You know Just athletics Something And it's like You know I'm not I'm not against this You know Like it's It's a cool build. He's a heel. So it's like, wow, how will he continue to garner this heel heat uh, throughout the weeks? So, um, yeah, we'll we'll see how it continues to develop. But all in all, um, Mr. Morrison do pick up the victory. You know, Starship Pain off the side springboard like that was that was a dope little angle. We pulled it off from so, shouts to him for that. You know, we're getting we're getting stuff that's you know pretty special throughout the weeks with you know his comeback and such. So I'm not I'm not upset about any of it. I thought it was um, a good little Fatal Four Way. It was uh, it was a fun match. So um, so yeah, it was um it was good stuff. Either way. Uh, next up, I believe we get into, well, what was that? Did that segment with Mandy and Sonya happen before or after? Either way, we got a tag team match between, uh, Bliss Cross Applesauce taking on, uh, what, what are their names? Uh, excuse me, Fire and Desire. You know, there's so many names to them, you know, at this point, you know, you almost forget, but no. So they had a good match. This is another one of those matches that just moved the storyline forward. You know, uh, they had their good spots. They had their moments. And in, in this sequence was Bliss hitting the Twisted Bliss off the top. One, two, three. Not bad at all. If anything, this gives uh, Otis some ice-breaking chats, like, during the day. Like, oh, so are you guys going to go for the Women's Tag Team Championship? I don't know. That's just me talking stupid. But um, And I'm not doing an Otis impression right now. I just don't have it in me. In the moment I can and will I guess But for right now It's all good Um It was uh It was pretty fun stuff You know With the tag team match It, just, it served its purpose You know And we move forward So uh There was that Pardon me Where we at with the next one Uh Pardon the ambulance Trying to get into what could be next on this uh, list of things to do. The Intercontinental Championship was up next. Uh, matchup between Braun Strowman and Shinsuke Naka Continental at the at the time current uh, Intercontinental Champion. It was pretty good. It was a fun match. You know, Sami Zayn and Cesaro flanked on the outside, trying to you know do what they can to. Uh, was to interfere in the match without the referee seeing. It was okay. I think the rev, well, no, that was later on too. So I'm sorry. Either way, it was a good a good match. You know, they, they went in. You know what I'm saying? They did their thing. It wasn't anything bad at all. But the, what matters most is the fact that Braun Strowman has finally, uh, you know, obtained the Intercontinental Championship. I'm super proud of Braun. I was proud of Braun in the moment. You know, with all of this, all of the time he's been you know with the you know with the company and such now we're finally seeing him you know as intercontinental champion is something that you know it makes me feel like the intercontinental championship is serving its purpose like it's moving superstars that are definitely on the road to being a potentially uh a potential contender for the world heavyweight championship or universal championship. Like the, they've gotten their stepping stone championship, and that's not to diminish the well the intercontinental championship at all. It's just you know, like it really feels like Braun has been working his way up the ladder, and he's he's seeing results from it. So I was mad proud of Braun. I still am. You know, it's going to be awesome to see what he, uh, you know, what he brings to the table as far as defending it. It seems like they figured out a way to maybe get the championship off of him moving forward. But let's just hope that he has a very, very long reign and meaningful reign as Intercontinental Champion because we just like this is this is a big moment for him. And these are big times for him moving forward. So, I have all the faith in the world in Braun Strowman. I hope now he gets the opportunity to show off some more of that stuff he's capable of. And, uh, you know, that's just that. So, shouts to Braun for winning. Uh, Sami Zayn and the rest of them did good. They gave it a C-plus on Bleacher Report. I kind of disagree, but at the same time, I have a little bit of a, a different attachment to each of the superstars, in my opinion. You know, just with, you know, watching the development and growth for each of them. So, that was cool. It was all right. It wasn't bad at all. It was, um, actually went really well. Sheamus rematched with Shorty Z. Shorty Z, excuse me. Chad Gable. Shorty Z, whatever. Anyway, had a rematch with Chad Gable from, uh, Royal Rumble Pre, or well, kickoff show. It was cool. And then, uh, you know, Gable showed off a little bit. And, you know, it was, uh, you know, a win from Sheamo. Like, not bad at all. Like, it was exactly what one figured it would be you know what I'm saying like Seamus picked up the victory he looks strong uh Gable has been looking like he's been groomed to be an enhancement talent I don't want to say that's what it's going to be moving forward but that's definitely what it is looking like but he is uh we all know Chad Gable is one of the more capable superstars I'm not that, that isn't even up for debate at all. But Sheamus picked up the victory. It was much needed in my opinion. I think the right person won in that, you know. And maybe just maybe we get in another one of those David versus Goliath storylines between Chad Gable and uh, and Sheamus. Just moving forward, but we will see. Time will tell. Either way, uh, that was that was that. It was cool. They gave that match a B even. So, you know, it didn't seem bad at all. Next up, we had the SmackDown Women's Champion, Bailey, and uh, she was out there, you know, she talking to, you know, she talking to, you know, she cutting her promo part, I don't want to, you know, say too much, bad words or whatever, but, you know, she's cutting her promo, she's doing her thing, and she's definitely, uh, you know, about as comfortable as one can get on a microphone. The one small slip up, man, that, that actually barely matters. I'm not even, like, counting that as a slip up, but... Well, because for the most part, throughout the entire promo, she did a thing. You know, like, now at this point, it's like, you know, with that promo, it definitely says Bailey's doing a thing. Who else on the women's division, uh, well, on the SmackDown women's division is going, you know, who going to bring it? You know, like, we got Mella, and I think that's really the only viable challenge. Wait, because bringing to the flow, y'all know Naomi just came back, out comes Naomi, and... I mean, in so many words, let's barely know, you You beat everybody else, but you ain't beat me, and we here now, so where to fight at? You know, they had their moment, they fought, uh, Naomi comes out looking strong, and okay, you know, not bad, she's back, and we just gonna see where it goes. Oh, she doesn't deserve a title shot so early. All right, well, maybe we can have some sort of number one contender or six-pack challenge or something like that. I don't know, I don't even know how many girls on SmackDown right now, but... Either way, maybe we could have something that showcases a lot of women's talent on the SmackDown brand, maybe a triple threat match. Maybe have them form some type of beef and then go for Bailey's championship. I don't know. Where's Sasha right now? I don't know. You know what I mean? Lacey could be in there. Maybe Lacey and Naomi have it, but that's two baby faces. So, uh, as far as heels go on SmackDown right now, I think all we got is Bailey and Sasha. So, we'll uh, we'll see how things uh, continue to develop with that, but all in all, like I said that segment served its purpose, it did exactly what it needed to, we were all happy to see Naomi, y'all know I'm extremely happy to see Bailey. like, level up, you know what I mean, like that's all it's about right now, leveling up and that's what Bailey's doing, so while you know, we're all in on that part of the wave, what we're gonna do is continue to, you know, build with Bailey as time progresses and you know, I'm excited about it. So good shit, Bailey. And good shit to Naomi too, no question. Finally, wait, pause. Let's see if we can recall anything from two oh five in a moment. Uh we opened up the show with I wanna say it wasn't Danny Birch because that was the main event where Oni Larkin came through and saved him from Arya Davari and the Brian Kendrick, I believe. Uh man. We had Angel Garza taking on Raul Mendoza. That was good. Where Angel Garza won, that was the main event, and he had a lot of energy. You know, he's very, I wouldn't say boastful, you know, but he was very, you could feel and see the passion that he was putting into that moment, you know, and it's like, all right, cool. Like, it seems like he's putting away some of the, the Okay, I'm like a hot superstar, you know, a hot Latin superstar, whatever, Hispanic, high, whatever, that's what I'm saying. And he seemed like he was a little more serious just because of the way that uh, he lost the Cruiserweight Championship at Worlds Collide last week. Moving forward, it's going to be real interesting to see where the 205 alive brand goes with just building this new class of superstars. Like I'm 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 interested in, you know, just watching the development. There was another match that I do not want to leave out at all, but it's uh it's escaping me in the moment. But all in all two oh five was a good show. Let's not take anything away from that what we the reason why i probably can't remember that middle match is because i'm sitting here looking at this silly shit part of my pg again but uh you know Lucy eats dog food boy was this promoted it's, it was it was almost michael cole had three more times to say that before it turned into a drinking game that's i'm gonna say that <laughs> you know like uh i was i've not been the hugest proponent to this i'm not I'm not with the little dog food idea, you know, in the building, like, that shit is so messy, and yeah, it looked like hormone chili, you know, like, when you actually try to start breaking it down, it is like, alright, this is silly, this, 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 it's all in the name of good fun, you know, like, it's not supposed, like, it, it's meant to upset people, but not like that, it makes us think about the promo, like, always oh, Daniel Bryan uh, too, uh, does he love this too much, and Daniel Bryan will proudly say that he does, you know, love it way more than regular people do. But Daniel Bryan isn't a regular person and that's 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 cool, you know. So I can appreciate that passion and um, yeah, that's it, it's it's moderacy, you know, everything should be done in moderation. So uh, it was a it was a funny moment, you know, it was it was comical. It had its elements of like, oh boy what's happening, you know what I mean, like, this is so silly, you know, like, eh, eh, once you realize that it's probably not dog food, it's like, okay, that was just dumb, like, in a a good way, whatever, I'm not the hugest on it, but all in all, it was a pretty good episode of Smackdown Live, and 205 Live, it was, it was fun, most of, you know, like, the grade it got was a D, I got, I've already shared my opinion on it, like, it's not gonna, go away or anything like that. Like, it is what it is. We'll move on to the next one next week and see if this little rivalry continues between Corbin and Roman. But if not, nah. If so, how? whatever. But um, all in all, that was uh, SmackDown Live on Fox. It was 205 Live also, streaming on the WWE Network. A lot of fun. Uh, good stuff for the most. And uh, that was where it was so uh shout out to everybody to bring the podcast each and every week and uh if anyone uh if if anyone tells you i'll tell you be responsible with your power folks so with that i will catch you guys for the monday night Raw recap and review thank you for listening peace